Welcome back again to the Heavy Shelf Podcast. I'm your host, David Richards. And always, except for last week, I have with me Luca. Hey. And Moose. That's me, right here. Woo. Hey, look, it's Moose. It's, it's the Moose guy, you know, the, the moosey one. The one with the big um, antlers, the kind of furry sometimes. Oh. Did we just out Moose as a furry? Is that what just happened? No, no, the antlers. Bro, are just furry. look at his profile picture, my guy. Fair enough, fair enough. So, um, before we go <laughs> too off in that direction, um, Moose's profile picture looks like he would be something you would find at Area Fifty One. Oh, nice segue, man. I know it felt so good. I was like, oh, the guys are gonna love this one. You were just like mm, smoothing over those bumps. Smoothing over those bumps. So, why are you guys not there? Uh, Why am I not at Area 51? Yeah, chicken. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm trying to think <laughs> of a good excuse other than I just sort of forgot and am too broke to fly to Nevada. Or wait, it's in Nevada, right? We're we're going with Nevada, New for Mexico. The, right? Nope, nope. For the rest of the stream, it's in Nevada. If anyone questions it, I'm going to have the aliens come to your house, my guy. Okay. Alexa, where's Area 51? I'm just kidding. I don't have an Alexa. God, maybe someone who's listening on speakerphone. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe that'll pop up on theirs. Wherever Area 51 is, my point is I can't afford to go there. But I think we can all agree that today is one of the greatest days in American history. Yeah. In internet history, it, even. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah it's for sure. Like, it's history, history. Like, I'm sure. I mean, off, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything, but. How many times has the internet, like itself, like a meme, caused real life events? I'm sure it's happened before. Uh, but nothing at this scale, right? Shia LaBeouf's flag getting stolen like 96 times. But but see, that Ooh, was more yeah. of like that was a more of a small like clan, like covert operation. Like that wasn't normies and stuff going out there tracking down the flag. Yeah, I okay. mean, you make a point. That, that's fair enough. There's, I, I guess there's a difference between, like, sort of, like, the SWAT team of the, you know, the small coordinated group getting something done, and literally just the horde, right? The horde of exactly. people on Facebook just turning up to Area 51 <laughs> like, and being like, where's the, like, where's the alien booze, my guy? Like, like, like the Shia LaBeouf stuff, that was maybe upvoted to the top page of Reddit type stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's been like every single news outlet has started reporting on Area 51. Yeah. Uh, I am trying to think of like another instance where like some internet meme caused this level of like turnout. The twenty the twenty sixteen election. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, that is fair though. That that's fair. Game. Uh we're not going to get too into it, but... Um, and steering away. It's it's funny that you mentioned that, because I was just doing some research, and I was like, I think we actually did just meme the last president into office. I really think that's what happened. Because some of the stuff I'm following right now, I'm seeing a correlation between candidates' memes and the poll numbers. Oh, no. Are and memes so, the new, like, political no, platform? 
honestly, like I'm thinking, and again, we're going to get off this real fast because this is a gaming podcast, but like, yeah, for gaming the election. And what now that you said that we're back on it. Um, um, I'm seeing some interesting stuff where they do certain things with polls and like how they figure out who is going to be good for what, but like they're doing a bunch of stuff based off of landline calls. And I'm like, so you're really just gauging who the next candidate can be based off of who has a landline. Well, literally they're, they're what gauging. We should be doing is clearly we need to be analyzing the memes. Cause that's what, that's what threw people off last time when the polls were so different. And then you got Trump in office. Well, it's cause they weren't, they weren't analyzing the memes. Anyone who was keeping up with the memes knew what was going to happen. Indeed. So what you're saying is that, in a way, the Area 51 raid is a crystal ball to the future. Yes. Well, do you <laughs> think it's a coincidence that we have this great Area 51 meme, and then, of all the decades this stuff has been going on, the Navy, just two days before the raid, gave us a little piece. and like, you know what? You're right. These are UFOs. We don't know what these are. These are real, legit videos from the person from Blink-182. I have DeLong, no idea what name. you're talking about. Anymore. Well, to, know, be, to be fair, there have also been like previous <laughs> things where the Navy... We all have the same internet. Maybe different speeds, but we all have the same internet. So how you guys don't know about this is beyond me. But... <laughs> you you tune it into some conspiracy theorist channels? The singer... I think they all sang. So, no. Well, yeah, one of the singers from Blink-182 has been into UFOs for the longest time. Like and, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, exactly. And he had these videos that he kept swearing up and down. And, like, he's been on podcasts, and people on the podcast are like, yeah, this is fucking wacko. Um, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's crazy. And then the Navy was like, oh, the ones that the Blink-182 singer has? Yeah, those videos are real. Those are UFOs. We they, they the thing is that to be fair, when they declare something a like, UFO, that doesn't necessarily mean it's aliens. It just means what the fuck is that? We don't know. That's the thing that there's been a, there's like a large large portion of these videos where people are able to debunk them, and then be like, Nah, see the Navy actually debunked it or gave us intel. Like here's why. Da, 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 da. And these are ones that like yeah, these got us guessing too. <laughs> So like the oh god I I I think it's the well memetics known. of this has gotten even the military to be like memetics. yeah UFOs are real. So you're talking about like uh, the debunking of UFO videos and like I I can't remember if it's like an old Chappelle sketch or what, but there's some com- uh, comedian who like he was playing a character at one point who just says something about how like you know he just like lost all passion after he figured out the whatever video was a fla- uh, flashlight and a condom full of dog shit or something like that <laughs> i don't know i don't know i haven't seen that one but, uh, that sounds <laughs> like dave Chappelle. so good it, sorry it, oh god like every time anyone talks about debunking UFOs, that's like the first thing that comes to mind i, th- I think what it might be is that the the navy who i everyone knows this and if you don't know this then you're just kidding yourself because everyone knows that that the navy is actually like the the most trolly of all of the branches of the armed forces. Uh, so what they're doing is they're just sending out little like projects that they make just for fun in their spare time, right? Like, hey, Dave, you got those drone parts? Yeah, and they're going, 
whoa, it's a UFO. This is so crazy. And they're just laughing because everyone buys it. That is the final theory. Sending it out there. If I'm wrong, don't tell me. I don't care. I'm just saying it's interesting that uh, memes have gotten us this far. But how far will memes take us? And are we ready? I don't know if we are. <laughs> Strap in. Bro, We're like, going light speed. Honestly, we, just, we, should, we should give up on the concept of elections entirely. Right? Like, nah, gaming. What we, what we need, right? We need to literally just have like a meme competition. Right? And we just sit the candidates down, hand them Photoshop, and give them like 48 hours, and that's it. Well, just that whoever, go hand who's, in hand. Who's ever the, memes um, get hot, like more upvotes on Reddit, right? On on r slash tank memes. That's the next president of the United States, right there. Will that go hand in hand with the uh, multiple levels of citizenship based on your ability to play video games? Yes. Is th- is this how uh, elections work about, in the video game state? We talked about state? this in our <laughs> dystopian thing. We'll we'll get into that later. Like let's <laughs> let's not round that quickly back to politics. Um. I am interested, though, in what that video game would look like. Um, like, there's got to be a video game made off of this now. Like, there's got to be a tower defense Area 51 game. Oh, my but, goodness, like, there it's is. actual people. Okay, that's not true. There's a really old tower defense game uh, that my brother used to play a whole lot where you were defending Area 51 from, like, paper airplanes and default desktop icons. It was weird. But it ran on the worst computers that we could find, so... Wait, you know, default, power to it. default desktop icons? Yeah, it was like, it was some really cheesy... Because you know how tower defense games, right? You can't just have a game that's completely random. You have to have a theme to it, right? So you're defending, you're defending your pirate's treasure from pirates, and then the yeah. enemies are different kinds of pirates, right? Or like balloons, they're all balloons. Yeah. This game didn't get the memo. Uh, I believe one of the things that would attack you were printers. <laughs> what? I, I don't even know what to search for it. What? I mean, see, uh, look, I get, I, I can't even. I'm all begin about, I'm process, all about creativity. Though. I'm all about creativity, but sometimes I, there are ideas that are just out there. I'm like, you just want attention. <laughs> there's creativity. You didn't get enough of it as a child. There's creativity. Well, I think what happened in that you know, situation. There's creativity, and then there's just copious amounts of like illicit substances. Right? Those are two different well, things. <laughs> I think what happened is that you had a guy because because I mean I, I can't say when this game was made but clearly two thousand some kind of a printer actually you know when this guy was I, I would say it was that early um, but I think that that's kind of a situation where you have someone who learns how to code and doesn't quite know how to do anything else and you know when you're making a flash game it's not like you have a very big team uh, because usually it's just you um, is how how a lot of flash game developers work and so you know he's just like well shoot. I'll just use these icons I got. Those will be the enemies. <laughs> I mean, again, it you ran really well. When, when you pitch it like that, you saved it. At, okay, I'm not going to pick on the guy then. Yeah, Fair enough. Because that I, I is will. like, that's making a game with limited resources. But that's how I think there's a lot of those indie games and minimalist designs. Um, when really it's not like some creative decision. It's like, we can't hire an artist. <laughs> I know how to make shapes okay. in Microsoft Paint, though. But but allow me allow me to make an argument here, which is that you know, Night of the Living Dead was a movie, almost hugely determined by having limited resources, and they made Night of the Living Dead. Nowhere in Night of the Living Dead does a printer attack anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's the problem. It should. 
A printer the, should attack the someone in Night of the Living Dead. The issue with Night of the Living Dead is that there aren't enough printers attacking. Okay. To be fair. Okay, if you say so, buddy. I'll, I'll go with that. Why not? Why I, I don't know. Not? I feel like in a lot of cases, having limited resources is, like you say, you know, something that you, you, can, you can find some really creative problem-solving techniques and stuff like that by having limited resources. Um, and then other times it just, you know... <laughs> it just makes printers get really mad at people. <laughs> yeah. It was a good game, though, apparently. I didn't play it. I just watched my brother play. I would sit there in the chair next I to him, mean... and I would just look as he had missiles going off towards... Towards like just just random stuff. I, yeah, like th- well, those are the only two that I can remember. But there was like fifteen of them, and like at least I don't even know. It's just all shapes and colors in my memory. That's how that's how undefined they were. So, uh huh. It's very abstract. Um, yeah, that's that's your Area Fifty One defense game. You're welcome. Somebody already made it. I mean, I feel like a printer that can attack you would be found at Area 51. If it was that's gonna more, be more SCP stuff. Yeah, no, actually, he makes a point. This printer prints pictures of people who, are who haven't been born die. yet. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We just <laughs> went to different directions with that. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. That's crazy. <laughs> this live stream makes people go in completely opposite directions every time. <laughs> so, 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 just a few things from the chat. Um, presidential elections should be determined by around Fortnite. You joke now, but um, there are going to be two, well, no, not two candidates. A one candidate is going to be playing um, Ted Cruz in basketball, just as like a thing. Wait, in real life or in real in life? Like, yeah, yeah. 2K. Okay. okay. That, that, makes, that makes more sense. But than, okay. with our generation, um, I easily see it within 10, 15, 20 years. You're gonna be having candidates challenge each other to video games and stuff Nin- for like Ooh, fundraisers. Ninja v PewDiePie 2048. Yeah, yeah. That's... Oh man, that, hold up. Uh, He's so... Swedish. So that's the thing, though. I mean, if you look at what can be done just with memes right now, um. You could easily have Ninja become president if people aren't careful with this stuff. Because I, they're just going like to meme him into office. Like, people, I feel like in 20, 30 years, people are going to be rethinking this whole democracy thing real quick. Oh, God. So, wait, wait, wait. We can let anybody choose? Bruh, um, <laughs> let's, like, let's do go you back see to how many followers? They're like, do you see how many followers Ninja has? Like, and then, because, like, all Ninja has to do is be like, Look, we can't vote PewDiePie president, but I'll make him in charge of national security. I'd vote for that. Well, the issue is in 2048, Ninja, like, Ninja will then, be president, and then he'll, he'll completely trash the mech program that we have. Ah. Uh, mm, fair enough. <laughs> you make point. So what, what we need... I wait, found wait, that wait, clever. Wait. I'm sorry. So what we need to do is we need to make anime real and then just appoint people from mech animes to positions of office. <laughs> I don't know where you got that. I don't know how that how that came in. <laughs> that, that's there's what already, I got out of There's so that. many. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sure, go for it. I'm still, okay, so before we get in, yeah. I'm like, I'm like seeing all these stupid campaign videos of like video game based, uh, just, I don't want that life. Um, Area 51 though, if you were trying to rate it, what game characters would you take with you? 
If less, you have to take two le- people along with slightly you, less smooth raid uh, area fifty one with slightly less smooth transition there, but I'll take it. Um, hmm, big think. So, like, I I wouldn't even try to like raid area fifty one. Right, I would. I no, would no, 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 no. Wait, no, wait, wait. That's, no, no, here, no, here. You, let me. No, let me finish my. Even answer. if it's against your will, you have to raid Area Fifty One. Yes, but I'm playing semantics. This is now. not a. This is no, no, no. We're not. So I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna barrel through your semantics and say, you, you have to raid Area Fifty One. My point is that whether you, you know, want I'm, to I'm or not, not, I'm not gonna be like at. It the is go- a wait, matter wait, of. Let me, let, wait, but you do get to pick some game characters to take with you. That's though, what I'm doing you uh, with you. Okay, okay. So rather than like go up to the door, you know, and like just burst it, nah, dude, stealth all the way, right? So I don't know. I take um the guy that I can't remember his name from Dishonored, right? The protagonist in that probably Corvo. Corvo, thank you. Corvette. <laughs> go on. Yeah, sure. We can, we'll, we'll just drive there in a Corvette. Why not? Um. <laughs> I'd probably take him and, like, I don't know. Let me think about this for a minute. I'm trying to think of, like, just the most distracting, like, giant monster from a video game to just, like, put on the other side of the base from where we're trying to get in. Wasn't there, uh, uh, the the game for the SNES where you just played as giant monsters who wrecked cities? Uh... I think it was Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, th- I think Rampage, something like that. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you basically just had a disposal of stuff like Godzilla and King Kong, and I think one was like a pterodactyl. I'll take the pterodactyl from that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> the, the nebulous pterodactyl. Um, and uh, I don't know, I, I should probably take like a heavy of some variety just in case shit goes down. We, we already got your two if we're expanding it to three. Oh, what's, what's the limit to? We'll, we'll go three. We'll go three. Yeah. Okay. So have a distraction, right? So like giant pterodactyl guy, then Corvo, and then we need a heavy. So, um. Hmm. Whale Lord from Pokemon? 40 nah. foot long whale? Nah. See, just... the thing is, I feel like there's a lot of like small corvo. You can take some Pokemon in there. No, I feel like there's a small corridor somewhere, like on the underground of Area Fifty One, right? So, um, I don't know. Right, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to take that into account. I'm taking uh, BT from Titanfall, so I will have a Titan in there. You make a you, you, good good choice. That is a good choice. I agree. So I'm I'm trying to get some stuff done. I'm gonna get whatever I'm going in there to get. I don't know what's in there. But it's gonna get got. <laughs> um, probably gonna have a snake. That's from fair. Solid. Need someone stealthy who can move around. And then, um, trying to think, we gotta get out once we're in. Now, now, I'm I'm just gonna say Funky Finch time. Put Max from Scribble Knots, and I think that is the correct answer. Yeah. No. That that. Yeah. I can see that as well. But but assuming not that, um, you could just pick a, a oh the I got I got, from... I got my third oh go for it Kirby. Mm. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna replace my um I'm gonna replace my pterodactyl with Big Zam from uh, Gundam, and he is in some Gundam video games, so we're going with that. Um, and then I don't know for the he- literally just take the heavy from T- TF2. Why not? I mean, you you could take Ash and uh, just start catching stuff with Pokeballs left and right. Well, yeah, but see, you're assuming that Vi... Well, okay, can you catch 
can you catch members of the American Armed Forces with <laughs> with Pokeballs, or can you catch aliens with them? I feel like if you can catch aliens with Pokeballs, then that is a smart, like, transport kind of decision is to take Ash and just, like, catch all the aliens. And then you can just, like, have like what happens is, like, when you shoulder. break in the Area 51 is that that's when you actually find the Pokeballs. You're like, holy shit, they're real. Poke- that literally. What if that's what it was? Like, it literally, like, Pokemon... This was not just some guy's idea. Like these were just aliens that we've been slowly leaking classified documents out of Area Fifty One. No, think about it, right? It makes sense because if anyone ever like tries to from Area Fifty One ever tries to be a whistleblower and be like, "Guys, Pokemon are real," the fact that Pokemon is such a beloved franchise that's been around for so long, everyone's just gonna be like, "Ah, you're crazy," you know? Like it's schizophrenic over here, right? And then to make it even better, they didn't even make an American franchise, right? Because if that's the plan, you'd expect the American government to set up like an American shell corporation and have them release Pokemon. But no, they're too smart for that. They went to the Japanese, right? We've, we've busted, we we've cracked the code. No, we've cracked the code, right? Uh, and uh, that's what Area 51 is. Are we transitioning to Pokemon now? Speaking if of Pokemon. Pokemon not, not in full swing, but uh, if Pokemon were real, like you could go to that live stream of the Area 51, and you would just see nothing but a horde of people trying to get Pikachu as an actual pet. Like, well, that's that, all it would be, just like a horde. Like, it would sound literally like a zombie horde, because it'd be people just, like, just ripping weaves. and roaring through. Just, yeah. You would see poor memesters trying to Naruto run, but they can't, because they're just, like, it's just a big zombie horde. There would not be enough space now. to Naruto run. Yeah. You would see, like, Naruto flails. There, there are like few things in this universe more powerful than memetics, and one of those things is Pokemon. Right. Well, yeah. If you if you read the uh, the descriptions for a lot of the Pokemon, p- true real Pokemon fans will know. Um, some of the Pokemon are stupidly powerful in their description, and then really weak on the battlefield. Right. There's a there's a I think I think it's one of the lava slug Pokemon's. That's like hotter than the sun. So it just destroys everything. Like not even remotely near it. It just immediately engulfs it in flames. Just take oven mitts. (laughs) There you go. Why didn't we think of that? Oh my goodness. Just take a Pokeball, line the inside with asbestos, right? Problem. As the elder of this group, it's just a sign of my wisdom, you know? Yeah. Okay, oven mitts. That's right. So if you're taking a pizza out of the oven or touching the sun, don't put all that heat on one hand, because then you'll drop it. You got to two-hand it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so, some some of the Pokemon, based on their descriptions, literal like apocalyptic power. Like, I think I think for one of the one of the games describes Pikachu or or Raichu or something like that. It's just able to like instantly kill you just just by like sneezing electricity or something stupid like that. It's always fun. I'm sorry, you know? I just thought of something. How in the hell? Has the team behind Pokemon Go not turned this Area 51 raid into like the greatest Pokemon Go event on Earth? Oh. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Because all you need is one bug where a rare Pokemon, like a Mew, is inside yeah, the yeah, base. Just like thousands of people dead. No, just, just go ham. Just like, yeah, just put it right on the other side of the fence. I'm like, she want Mew to. It's right there. I mean, God, no, I mean, no, I mean, it's no. it's what I would do. Why? Come on, bro! Like people would legitimately this die. Is how, this is how we're gonna invade other countries in like ten years' time. Oh, Just okay. Put so rare Pokemon's on other sides of the border. 
in the Fallout lore, right, uh, the United States military made death claws and then just shipped them over in mass to other countries that they wanted to invade. It would be like that, except for instead of sending uh, mutated what, iguanas or something like that that just shred through people, it's just a bunch of kids with smartphones. Really looking forward to that rare Pokemon. I mean, you say kids with smartphones, but I feel like they'd all be like 27. And they probably would all be like 27. So, so. so the chat was wondering, <laughs> do we know... Do we know how many people at the Area 51 raid? I know last we saw there's 40,000 people watching a stream of it. Yeah. Don't know how many are there. Um, I've I've watched a little bit of a stream. From what I understand, there are multiple meetup locations now. But, like, based on what I was seeing, I'd say, like, at least several hundred. Wow, that's a <laughs> I, I that's a real good estimate. And there. and like I well, I'm just doing that based on like the number of cars I was seeing, and I assume that no one's going to Area 51 alone. They're probably doing it with their friends with memes, and there'd just be like lines and lines of minivans. So that's like what four people probably per. That's that's a lot of people. But do I think it's like a million people or however many signed up? Probably not. I mean, as the Facebook post said, they can't stop all of us. They have enough right now. You know what? If I'm they s- all Naruto run at the same time. They could do it. They can make it. For anyone uh, currently watching this stream, right? If you're anywhere near Nevada slash New Mexico, wherever Area 51 is, if you can just <laughs> whichever is, if you can just slip slide over real quick, you know, just 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 jo- just do your duty as an American. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, that's about as much as we little... can squeeze out of the Area 51. We've juiced uh, that limit well. We're going to tiptoe our way into this next segment. Tiptoe through the tulip. <laughs> no, we, no, don't do that. Um, stand down. <laughs> Anyone here who's a PC gamer, which is for the most part all of us except for me as of late, because uh, mine has crashed. Rest in peace. I know. God, it sucks. Uh, Rip in peace. Rip in peace. You may have heard about the different launchers that have been popping up the last couple months. Rockstar has their own launcher now. I don't know why. Like, they only. They, wow. Everything was fine on Steam, but they're doing their own thing now. Uh, they offered a free game if you download it. Which? which Epic. It's has, GTA San Andreas. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to. <laughs> So real, real the the newest. If the you want to take your gang polygons and fight other gang like polygons, like to where it's just like what they're like eight polygons per character or something. I don't know. It just looks like a, it looks like ass. So even though San Andreas was a good game, why play it now? It's just no. nostalgia. It's, no, there's some games like they just don't last through. Like they're just bad looking. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, yeah, Rockstar has another launcher. Um, Epic is still doing its thing, p- pissing people off left and right. Uh, the moment anything, well, you know, it's funny. Uh, Borderlands Three, it was Epic exclusive, and before the game even really came out, they started getting review bombed, and uh, then there were some actual criticisms of the game that seemed pretty legit. But then when it actually came out. Apparently, Borderlands is good, and it's like one of those things that even people who are trying to shit on and expecting it to be bad, like, now nah, this is actually pretty good. I mean, it is more Borderlands, but it's it's still awesome. 
but there's always still that crowd that's just rooted in like no matter how good a game is if it's on epic no like they're just gonna hate on it it's like why do you hate the consumer why would you go with Epic? so um yeah there's still that launcher hate going on but that being said though epic is doing some cool stuff as far as free games they've given everyone all the batman games that have been made over the last couple years like all the lego batmans and then the three from the main trilogy they're all free now that you can have forever oh by just downloading epic that's it that's all you gotta do that's not bad i mean lego bat <laughs> i your games are fun. so yeah i was about to say like um there was a short while when i was like obsessed with getting playstation trophies from all the playstation now games and because PlayStation Now has all the Lego games, I actually tried them for a little bit. I was like, oh, these are like a legit effort at making games. They're just, just a different graphical style. Yeah. You know? And I mean, like I, I sometimes you have them. those like property games. So it's like, oh, there's the barely any game mechanics in here. What like, this is literally move to the coin, get the coin, move to next coin. Shrek like, Golf. Of, oh, God. <laughs> so yeah, but no, those Lego games are legit. The anyone who's played any of the Batman games, they're legit, and um, yeah, you should try them out. They're all on Epic for free now. Good stuff. Epic just uh, slide into my paycheck. But... <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> and then um, Steam, they're still having to compete with Epic, but they've been running into some other issues as of late, which I'm st- I'm still don't understand why. But I uh, think it's just like consumerism or like consumer rights. Turned up to 11. I believe it was France sued Steam not too long ago um, for the right to be able to sell, resell your video games that you've downloaded. And I'm like, I never really needed that. But I guess some people have wanted that. And apparently as of late, Steam lost that lawsuit. So here in the near future... You may be able to resell your games that you played on Steam. And I don't know how that's going to work. Because everything I think of, it's either going to hurt the business. Like, it's going to hurt the businesses more than it helps the consumer. Or, like, the consumers are like, I mean, that's kind of nice. If you can just resell a game digitally that you've played. Yeah. But... What's that going to mean for the developers, though? I, I think the only way that that would work is if Steam goes ahead and takes, like, um, like, like what they do with the Steam market, right? Where when you sell a game, again, you still have to sell it on Steam, and then Steam gets a cut of it. That's, that's the only way that I can see it working. If someone else has any better idea, maybe someone with any economics knowledge at all, or any knowledge at all, if any, if any schoolers it. are in the chat, um, no. See, from my perspective, <laughs> no, though, no, I'm, I'm not worried take. about like that. Steam. Would be fair. Yeah, that would be fair to because my my thing is I'm more concerned about the devs. Like, yeah, exactly. So, like if um if someone resells it, the devs still get like a thirty percent cut of each resale. I think that would be fair. Um, and I think that solves it. Yeah, we yeah figured that one out. Good. All right, there we go. Now, now um, next I was thinking issue. of how bad it could go. Is that they they might actually push things even faster to where everything goes subscription service based 
to where you can't buy the games anymore. You can only subscribe to access to play the game, which is what we've been trying to avoid. But now with this lawsuit, I think these people just ended up doing like the worst thing possible. Yeah, that would as be far that would as be horrible. PC gaming goes. I'm thinking, I'm thinking everything's going to go that way now. Well, you know what you would have if if all sort of online retailers did a subscription based service, you would see a reemergence of physical game discs, and that would be that would be insane. Um, th- this was this was a thought that I had recently, where you have basically just just like with launchers, actually every single like. TV station is now having their own private streaming service to compete with Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just such a hassle because if you want to watch this new Star Trek show, you got to get this thing. And then if you want to watch the new Battlestar Galactica reboot, it's going to be on this thing. And I don't watch either of those shows, but I know both of them have their own stream service only limited to this channel sort of deal coming up. Um, mm-hmm. And so you're getting to the point where it's almost like, what if Blockbuster just came back and said, hey, and, and said, "Hey, instead of all of these streaming services, just get the movie. Don't worry about having to pay to watch one show." And I mean, you know, I'm not sure if that would work, but if the the whole game launchers uh, issue goes as far as we are we are we're talking about here, you could legitimately see a return to the physical sale of video games, just because it undercuts all of the crap of having to deal with a bunch of launchers and a bunch of exclusives and a bunch of paid membership services. Um, and I'd be okay with that. I, I don't know. I, I think that would be a pretty interesting phenomenon to get to witness and take part of. Because let me tell you what, the era of the demo disc is, is long gone, but I'm okay with it coming back. I think that would be very fun to see. Just a whole bunch of crap indie games getting loaded down on a disc and you play 30 minute demos and there's like 20 of them on it and for half of them 30 minutes is like the full runtime of the game <laughs> well no 31 minutes okay. uh, that's how they get you that last minute's it's where a... it all really comes together boys yeah that's where <laughs> that's where the story arc finally lands it's it's great it's the crescendo it's a boy. novel idea i don't think it'll happen though um it does <laughs> sound it like happen. some well, like, um, I can't go too into detail of it because uh, it's I'm, my memory's kind of fuzzy on it. But there was one guy that talked about um, making video games, but like as a mixtape kind of thing. Like, other devs should get together and make like a mixtape of games and then put that out. And that would, you know, them all together would make it easier to get the word out and stuff. Um, that's what it makes me think of when you talk about like a big demo disc of all these indies. But. I mean, there's some things you can do like to kind of soften the blow for consumers of just kind of like how, you know, actually, I don't think anyone does do it like this to where if you have it to where you, you subscribe to the service and then you also get free games to have like PlayStation Plus does that, right? But once you don't subscribe, you don't get those games anymore. Mm-hmm. Um. Epic has it pretty nice right now to where there is no subscription to it. They just give you free games to have. And essentially, it, I would imagine as long as you have an internet connection, you get to play the game. You know? Yeah. Which, uh, for some people, 
is is enough to to end it for them because yeah. some people don't have reliable internet connection mm-hmm. or like you know if i want to play on a train or a plane or an automobile um you know it's trains planes not planes train anyway um ha. you know if, if i want to play somewhere reference. where i don't <laughs> hey man i'm trying my hardest here um if i want to play somewhere where i don't have internet maybe in a cave maybe outside of area 51 which i just looked up it is in nevada um yes. i would i would like to have those games without having to you know open up a hotspot well a lot of those are like that already with steam and stuff just a lot of people don't realize it until they don't have internet and they just try to go play a video game like what the shit i can't play 98 percent of the games i have on steam um what because of cloud saves or yeah cloud saves or like they have some kind of DRM or something that Steam helps verify and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but again, it's just one of those things you don't realize until you don't have internet. And you're like, well, shit. Like, there's, I, I think there's some settings you can change in Steam to where it, it tries to avoid that. But uh, yeah, if you have cloud saves, you're screwed. But I don't know. Again, I don't see much of a point for, I don't know why they felt that they had to sue to get this. Like, were we really needing this? Like, as I felt like it was already kind of game in the system when people were, like, reselling stuff, like, from Counter-Strike. It's more like, hey, you guys are lucky that this is even a market. People who are making money off of that, you know? And so when they kind of shut that whole thing down, it's like, surely you guys would have known that this ride was going to end at some point. <laughs> And so it feels to me like people are just trying to make another market out of something. It's like, well, we should just be grateful that we have something like Steam that can even sell. You know, it wasn't until you had other things come along where people, like, started actually appreciating Steam, you know? Because I remember before Epic came along, everyone was uh, hating on Steam for this or that issue. And then, my God, did everyone unite in a heartbeat whenever Epic came along and started getting ex- exclusivity deals. Everyone loves Steam. But now you got people suing Steam wanting to the right to resell games. That's I just don't... I see where it could be good for consumers, but you gotta consider the business in at some point. Like, GameStop is good um, on what they... Well, it's not good for consumers there. So, this is an example of where GameStop supposedly makes a decent amount of its money from uh, reselling used games. But, of course, the consumer doesn't get much at all when you try to trade something in. Like, you'll have a brand new game. You beat it in, like, seven days. And they're like, yeah, we'll give you um, 14 well, bucks for that game. No, 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 no. They're like, uh, here's, like, a breath mint and two paper clips. Fair trade, yeah? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> we got these in the back. Uh... One of them's my lunch from two weeks ago. The other one is some kind of a metal widget thing. I think I think someone before the um, podcast said that uh, limited amount of Steam keys. Yeah, I, I was saying maybe, it'd be interesting be to like see like if if like reselling games comes really big, right? Like it'd be interesting to see game companies like sell like only however many copies of a game, right? And then they have, like, uh, like I, I, the more I think about it, the more, like, complicated it gets. You could have it so that, like, 
people like bought the game and they were guaranteed to get at least this version of the game, right? Like, you know, uh, whatever the title, of the game, let's, let's say it's like, uh, I don't know, forest hunt, right? Just really <laughs> generic. Right. And so there's like a forest hunt, basic edition, right? And you're guaranteed to at least get that, but you might also get forest hunt, like silver. And that'll have, like, this extra content. And, you know, like, they just keep going, right? And then, like, that affects their value, their secondhand value on the marketplace, on the same market, right? You see what I'm saying? And then, like, you know, if you unlock, like, certain achievements and stuff, that can, like, also increase the value of the game on the secondhand, right? Oh, goodness. Just turn it off. Like, I may just be thinking on this too harshly. I just think that this kind of consumer lawsuit may, might have just opened up a Pandora's box of could potentially cause like a gaming crash. Cause like, look, some people complain about like, there's so many in the games. There's so many games. Um, well that could go away if there's like only so many people can make so many games off of passion. Like the, at some point they're going to need to be making some money and it's already hard enough for them now going up against things like G2A taking keys uh, ceiling keys reselling them for like five cents or something, and then the devs getting double charged back and all that stuff, so they're losing money twice over. And now people are wanting the ability to resell the games. I mean, are the Steam sales not enough? Like that, you can buy the game for fifty percent off. You need to be able to make not the money off the game too. Not my guy. You need to be able to make money not playing games, right? Because you know, play, making money playing the game that requires like skill and stuff, right? No, I want to be able to make money buying. Games. Uh, like, I mean, just the more I think about it, like the more I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not with the consumers on this one. I don't even. I mean. I, 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 like, I, I don't even really want to define this as being, like, quote-unquote, with the consumer, right? Like, I, I get, like, I get the, like, reason behind framing it like that. But the thing is, like, I think this is just a case where, like, that's just not how this medium, this this kind of sale works, you know? You're effectively not buying the game in and of itself. You're buying the license to access that game you know, in this context, is kind of what's happening here. And, eh, mm-hmm. you know, like, I can get, you know, you're like, okay, I spent good money on this, I should be able to resell it, and you know, like, eh, I, I guess, but I don't know. Alternatively, every single time a game is resold, a single random bit of code, just one character is deleted. Or, or a few lines. And so then it's always a uh, risk. You're talking when you about buy to, to cause something to degrade it, yeah. Yeah, just um, just to like every single time, you know, uh, you you get the twentieth copy of uh, Ghost Ghost Recon, and it's so incredibly buggy. There's no textures or anything like that. It's just flashing different colors, and like, man, this is a weird game. <laughs> I mean, if they actually implement something like that, like it would be like, oh yeah, you can resell the game. But only the single player mode, because like apparently, like they really went into the semantics of what um, certain things mean in the law, and that's how they were able to lose this lawsuit. Goodness, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow what happens is, well, now we can't even think about making single player games because we can't make money off of those because they'll be resold. Like only half the people. We're only buying them in the first place, and now half of them 
are reselling it. And so we're only making money off of the multiplayer games. Goodbye, single player games. Man, that's, because that's a sad future. Because multiplayer games will be seen more as a subscription service. Mm-hmm. Single player games are more of like one single product that you can resell. Because when you think about it, like the idea of reselling a multiplayer experience, that's just nonsense. It's, I'm struggling to grasp the idea of reselling a piece of software. It's like, what? Like, you're just going to be your own store? Like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I don't think we need this. It, it's hard enough to get people to see the value in a video game in the first place. People want a $60 game to be $40. And they want some games to be free if it's not on their launcher of convenience. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Terrible. Don't know if this is gonna work out the way people want it to. I don't know. I I I think there's ways for it to for it to turn out okay. Um, I mean, there there was there was some good points made that um, Funky Finchtime pointed out that most laptops don't have CD slots nowadays, and then Death Scythe said, "2022, all consoles will have zero media slots." Um, oh for sure yeah i don't even think it will be that long um i think the next consoles are coming out one of them i think is going to be in 2020 but then you just get adapters and then you have an adapter that is a that is a cd drive and then you can no. still play this what i what i want to hear what i want to happen right i want all like everything just to go back to floppy disks right so everyone's just got yeah. like USB no, no, floppy no, disk no, right no. No, no no and you have to like put in different discs for each level. Ooh, yeah. And like and like you have to enter no, at, at no, the no, end see, of every level my, my, you're given my an dude, item you, code. You obviously don't know how little you can put on floppy disks. Oh no, trust no. me. What I'm would happen is like aware. no, it wouldn't be levels. It would be fighting games. Like, oh you want to do this combo? <laughs> yeah. Put in floppy disk D. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Okay, you made that swing. Oh you wanna you wanna do a finisher move? Put in floppy disk F. Well, actually, they they would fix that by just making the games look like they were from, uh, you know, the early 90s. Boom, problem solved. No, 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 wait, hear me out, hear me out, right? So what they do is just every game becomes like a card game, right? But, like, rather than, you know, oh, play your cards, you have to, like, insert a floppy disk. <laughs> and, like, there, there's, like, a base oh, bit of software that you, like, install on your computer. Right, and oh, that that's no. that's like not on the floppy disk. That's on your computer, but to like interact with it, you have to keep putting in more floppy disks. Instead of trading cards, we have trading floppies. Yes, um, this is the future wow. I want. <laughs> the future is beautiful. The future is now. Not boys. at all. What you hear, the for the people that are listening, you have two <laughs> children who have not experienced the hurt of floppy disks. And computers and how they ran at that no, at that in, in that era, idea. yeah, yeah. All, all I'm saying is, God, I know they're small. Computers suck so much. One time, I deleted like the entire family computer and all of its contents. I just moved it to the trash can, and like they just let me delete it. Like there was no fail safe, and so like was was this like they, two days ago? Or are you talking about a childhood no, experience? No, no, this was childhood. This was like <laughs> Windows ninety three or some shit like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, I deleted everything by mistake. Um, and I, I think it was like one of the first instances of rage quit. Uh, 
ever recorded because of Minesweeper. I, I was trying to delete Minesweeper, but I highlighted everything <laughs> and deleted it all. Oh, man. And there was, I had no concept of undo at that ripe age of seven, See, whatever it was. That, that's why you should have had everything backed up on Office Depot, 2HD, uh, IBM formatted 1.44 megabyte floppy disks, my guy. I'm, try- so the I'm issue trying to here rattle it around. Is that there wasn't enough just, floppy disks. It just disks. won't make any noise. And, wait, can you, can you hear my floppy disks? Well, the GIF, the GIF that we use to put on Twitter to share out would not fl- fit on a floppy disk. No, would require eight floppy disks. Yeah, isn't it crazy? So you just duct tape them together. <laughs> there you go. I don't understand what the problem is. No, no, no. you like just attach them end to end, right? So that you have like a really long like string of floppy disks, and like I I assume the data will just sort of like flow like a river, you know, down the floppy disk. Okay, <laughs> that, that is how it works. Key thing you just said: that I assume the data will just flow. That's not a, how this works. I don't think you know how it works because, as a professional floppy diskster, um, I can I can confirm. If you just solder all of the floppy disks together on the metal bits, you realize they're... the data juices will like, meld together. Bro, there's like I two metal f- bits. I am by far disk. the most qualified person here by decades in computers. I know how it works. Bro, yeah, I'm, just like I'm, I said. I'm literally right now staring at stacks of floppy disks on top of my computer. <laughs> they do make a good snack. You can just crunch right into <laughs> what? it. What? No, no, no. Anyone listening, this podcast has gone off the rails. I'm gonna go ahead and call it as if it's a dead body. Um, two fifty nine, Easty. Calling it. Um, it's been kind of a slow news week, hence why we jumped into the Area Fifty One. It's been such a slow news week. We went political for the first five minutes, and uh. We're trying uh, to avoid that. It's whole point of headshot. We're trying to stay away from that. That's a stuff. stretch, but... <laughs> Poli- but uh, political. Let's decide elections through uh, meme competitions, guys. I'm trying to tell people it's going to happen whether people want it or not. They're going to start deciding elections through memes. And then after that, it's going to be through video game prowess. I'm down, to be honest. Yeah, sure. Why not? Right now, we want to see people's taxes. In the future, we're going to see, like, what's your KD ratio for um, National Security Advisor? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we're going to there, wrap it up, folks. Thanks for are, tuning in this wait, week. Wait, are you sure? <laughs> Go I, on, Moose. What's up? Okay. Okay. I thought there's um a little bit more information for those of you who have been Keeping keeping track with Pokemon Sword and Shield, uh, the game that looks like it was designed to be stored on floppy disks. Oof. Um, and I just I I highly recommend that you guys just just look up Pokemon Sword and Shield designs. Uh, there's an upgrade to the Gen Two Pokemon Farfetched. Uh, Farfetched is a duck holding a leak, and it's a it's a very funny simplistic design. Uh, and then now they have Surfetched. And it's like a far-fetched with a lance. It's a little weird, but it gets worse because the the beloved Pokemon uh, Weezing, I believe. Weezing. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird Pokemon. It's almost Lovecraftian because it's a floating purple ball 
with like a face on it and these little like pores that just spit out poison gas. Anyway, it sounds really brutal when you describe it like that, but it, you know, um, uh, it is given a uh, a top hat and a green poison glass, uh, poison glass, poison poison gas, uh, facial hair. So that that's interesting. Uh, there's there's now an ice cream Pokemon again. If you guys remember in Gen Five, there, that got a lot of flack because there was a what was it, Vanillix or something like that? And it was just an ice cream cone. It was like a cold type. Well, they've just straight made another ice cream cone. But this one has a has a like Giga Evolution. They're calling it, where it turns into a cake. Anyway, all I'm saying is that um, Pokemon yeah, I think they should have not increased maybe... quality in the past twenty years. And I can't wait for it to die. It sounds like they should have stopped. They should have. They should have. I think it's the kind of situation where the first few games were so successful, right? They would innovate in just the smallest ways, and people would go crazy over it. And so they took that to mean they don't don't have to innovate other than in really small ways. Um, I also think it's BS BS that they would have it to where you have to buy... You either have to have friends who play other versions of the Pokemon games, or you got to buy all the Pokemon games to get all the Pokemon. When, yeah, when well, even like red versus blue and this and that. So, like that practice is already stupid. Um, well, even but, now there there was a there was a thing called the National Decks where you could like uh, transfer all of the Pokemon together, and they had various systems like that. Um, and now the new Pokemon game won't even have that feature, so it's yeah, even more yeah, difficult. That's, that, that's what I was going to get to, like. Yeah, a lot of controversy then, around um, it. People aren't happy. There's also controversy around the... Well, it's kind of celebration and controversy. Apparently, uh, Ash in the Pokemon cartoon finally won the Pokemon Championship. But, oh, yeah, 20, um, 22 years or something like that. Yeah, 22 years. But if you haven't watched Pokemon in the last 15, 20 years, like me, um, you probably saw it and like, what the fuck is this animation? That doesn't look like Ash or Pikachu at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I was like, what is going on here? Is this a joke? And then um, I saw some memes about it. It's like, so did you finally win? It was like that Thanos meme. Um, so you finally won the uh, Pokemon Championship. What did it cost? And then it was animation quality. Oof. oof. And uh, it's, it's true, though. I was like, I don't know what happened there. So, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like. It must be like a whole new crew just running Pokemon, and uh, they're just busy counting money. Not really. Yeah, basically. I don't know. I I can't think of very many franchises that have such a safety betting to where they can just screw up in all sorts of ways, and it's okay. Star Wars. That's about it. That's a that's a good that's a good point. Yeah. Star Wars, Pokemon, and Harry Potter. I, I like that. I think that's the Trinity. I see what you mean. And then Zelda's close accurate. behind there. My God, oh. they, when you even try to like maybe mention Zelda's kind of overhyped. Bro, are it's, you ready to lose your head to like an angry mob with a just like a large axes coming to beat you to death? Like, like I, I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to die. I'm not saying that for real. So for the record, I'm not saying Zelda's overhyped. But if I'm saying if you did say that, you might get canceled. I don't know. <laughs> also, I just looked up the uh, the animation for Ash winning, and it hurts. It it looks like someone trying to draw Pokemon from memory, 
but they have the same <laughs> Pokemon in 15 Well, they're years. trying to draw Pokemon from memory while also, like, somehow, like, for whatever reason, Ash just looks like a cross between Ash and Mario to me. Yeah. I think it's the, like, whatever lines he has going on under his eyes just look like a really weirdly spaced out mustache. Right? I, I see that. I see that. I, I'm also getting some, um, ah, oh, shoot. I had another thing. And his gonna... ears are, like, terribly placed on his head. I'm, I'm sorry. This is going to be, like, 30 minutes of me talking about everything wrong they did to this poor face. He looks like, he reminds me of a Charlie Brown character. Yeah. Um, so anyway. <laughs> Either way, things aren't looking good for Pokemon. But people will still buy it anyway, so who cares? <laughs> that is the oh, truest funny that I picked on said. Zelda. Um, funny that I picked on Zelda. If you guys haven't seen, they did do a remake, um, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, I believe. And um, I've heard some gripes about the dungeons, but for the most part, it's been getting nines out of tens and tens out of tens. So if you have a Switch, looks like that one might be worth checking out. See how I smoothly covered myself with the whole Zelda thing? You, you, yeah. you appeased the angry mob at the gates? <laughs> so, we will wrap it up now. Though, um, I think that's going to be it for this week. We will be back next week, same time. And we're going to be starting to upload every episode from here going forward. We're going to be uploading to YouTube. So if you want to help us out by subscribing to our YouTube channel, and sharing those videos out when they go live. That'd be a good help. And then all the past episodes will be published on iTunes here very shortly. But they're currently on the PC that I just mentioned that kind of crashed earlier. So we're going to try to get that up as soon as possible. And that will be all the HD versions of our episodes. That being said, um, thanks for stopping by and for the commentary in there. Um, I know you all want to be with the Area 51 raid today. But instead, you were here with us, so we appreciate it. <laughs> and, Unless uh, somehow you're tuned you in from the Area 5100, in which case, that's some loyalty, Mike. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we will see you guys next week. Appreciate it.